You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riotcast Network. My name is always Mark Seaman until I legally change it, uh, and I'm joined <laughs> by Matt Kleinschmidt. What would you legally change your name to? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Anything okay. but. No, but like, like, would you change to like Mark Jones, like something really unknown, or like, would you change go like the complete opposite direction, like Mark Schwarzenegger? No, I, I, <laughs> I would never change it. It's, it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's got kind it's of the best. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's why I am it's the person I am today. Yeah, by <laughs> having that last name. You know what you Do are? Do I look that rough on the you outside? You're the man? modern day Sue from a boy named Sue. Yeah, Johnny Cash, the, the Johnny Cash song. Sure. So it, you grow up strong and you grow up right. A boy That's why your dad named you Mark Seaman. Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> a boy, it kind of works. A boy named works. Seaman. <laughs> All right. So Matt Kleinschmidt, he's the editor in chief of thelaughbutton.com. I'm the managing editor of thelaughbutton.com. True stories. This is true stories, and we both uh, work from the headquarters of thelaughbutton.com. It's a website. You should attend it. Get all the latest comedy news, information, reviews, interviews. It's all included, Matt. I didn't know you could attend a website. You can. People, oh, you can do it on a daily basis. All you have to do is open up your web browser, whichever you choose to use. It could be the Chrome, the I, Firefox, Netscape. the Netscape, the Explorer. <laughs> there are the many old Internet Explorer. Is Net Zero still a thing? I don't is think that, it is. No, that went bye bye. Lycos. What about? <laughs> All right, we're Meta, back. Metacrawler. <laughs> Metacrawler. Although I think Metacrawler was a search engine. It wasn't yeah. necessarily a browser. As was like Dogpile and Alta Vista and all those old <laughs> Alta things. Alta Vista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, nice. What was the first service you used to build a website? Was it? Uh, it wasn't GeoCities. It was probably Blogger. Yeah. Before Google bought them, because Blogger existed before Google bought them. So you're a little late to the game. Uh, I mean, I, I was a GeoCities guy for sure. I didn't have an email address until senior year of high school. What? I'm old. I'm an old what? man. I didn't have a cell phone until like senior year of college. Matt, you didn't have, you, you weren't chatting on IM in high school. We're the same age, dude. I don't think that, I had an email address until like senior year of high school. That, is, year. that is terrible. Listen, man. It's terrible. Listen, I had friends. What were you doing? Like, I had friends. Mom, I, I'm out of ink for my quill pen. I no, gotta send my friend. I was a I was a senior in high school, and I touched boobs before, so I wasn't. Yeah, I, I was but, out and about, but trying to touch more of them. Matt, 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 <laughs> dude, there's nothing like a cyber boob. You know why? Cyber <laughs> because dude, you can make it any those, shape, size. But in those days, you? they took 30 minutes to download. <laughs> Actually, they took longer than 30 minutes. They took like. Overnight. Uh, well, unfortunately for you, you missed out on both. Oh, well, so. sorry. I, I, that sounds like a terrifically <laughs> awful time missing out on the cyber boobs. Hey, it's like, where I learned how like to type. Look, it's 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 how I learned to type about ninety words a minute, maybe more. Mm. I'm a good typer. I didn't get. I didn't become a good typer until after college, though. Yeah, because you weren't on instant messenger. You yeah, weren't on the a, internet. I, we just diagnosed this. Wait, problem. so you didn't have Prodigy? You didn't have any of that stuff? I don't think I did. Wait. I don't remember having it. If we did, all right. Please tell me you at least played Oregon Trail. Oh, dude, Oregon Trail was the internet. Oregon Trail was like the old PC Commodore sixty four. I just, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm starting at the root yeah, of it yeah. all. Yeah, Oregon you, Trail. You attended a computer. I died of dysentery you, many times okay. on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> all right, all right, good. All right, very excited. We have a, a special guest. 
guest joining us on this edition of the podcast. We were able to meet him uh, for the first time at the recent book con that took yeah. place in New York City. It's a great show. Uh, this guy's a, an actor, a comedian, writer. He, he kind of does it all, and he goes by the name John Leguizamo. Yes. And he's, John. he's scored many points with my Latino wife. You know, uh, Don't be that guy. What? Who says Latino words with the accent. I, I'm training myself. Dude, I got to... I gotta, do some kind of accent Dude, for my kids. Dude, you're from Midwestern nowhere. Like, yes. Like, you are white bread. Yes. Like, you're so white, you, you're you plaid, and you're trying to put, like, Latino flair on words? I don't know if that was such a... That was more Scottish than anything. Uh, okay. I'm just kidding. It was a Scottish person trying to put a Latino twist okay. on, yeah. on the word. You're, you can't do it. <laughs> I can't. You don't so, have, It's just not baked into you. Well, very excited to have John Leguizamo on the show. Yes. He's, he's obviously... He's obviously awesome. I mean, it, there's no other way to describe the dude. He's been around for a long time. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, Leguizamo movie? You know what? And I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get hated on for this. There's two. First of all, to Wong Fu, I thought it was a great movie. Mm -hmm. But my head automatically goes to the Violator character from the Spawn when they made the Todd ah, McFarlane movie. Yeah, into it. Okay. it was a terrible movie made for 13 year old kids. It was, and but he played the Violator. But you liked character. it at the time. Oh, of course, I liked so, it. At the time. So I then it was a good movie. I was probably like 16 when it came out. 17 when it came out. It's too so bad he I couldn't was, get on the internet and talk to anybody. About I went it. with my younger brother. I remember driving okay. us both there, and I remember watching it and be like, "Oh, Spawn the T," because this is one of the time the Spawn the TV series was on HBO right. and all that stuff. And that HBO series Spawn, I don't know if it's you remember watching. Really? Animated by McFarlane. It was dark as shit. It mm -hmm. was awesome. And then they made the movie, which was straight up for twelve-year-olds. Right. You know, it was. But I remember Leguizamo doing that. That was probably like my like my my brain always goes there every time I hear right. John Leguizamo in movies, even it, though he's been in a ton of other stuff. Is it bad that mine goes to uh, the happening? Is that you mean the crappening? <laughs> the M. Night Shyamalan disaster film that starred Zoe Deschanel and Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Mark yeah. And John Leguizamo. It was terrible. Uh, don't want to ruin it for anybody. It was terrible. He, uh, That's he, the he I drives it. himself into a tree I and ruined dies. It. I ruined it for everyone. It's terrible. <laughs> That's 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 the spoiler alert of that movie. Uh, it's it was funny. terrible. I bet he would support that movie. Leguizamo? Yeah. I mean, we didn't bring it up to, you know, not to we'll tease we the interview, that. but yeah, we didn't we mention that. No. Uh, but I bet he'd support it. He listen, probably had a lot of fun listen, making that movie. I'm sure he did. I'm sure everyone had a lot of fun making the movie. Doesn't change the fact it was a terrible movie. Look, Matt, it's about the bees, all listen, right? Just you know what a good stop movie? fucking up listen, the bees. You're really ruining a movie that's 15 years old. <laughs> like, people are going to be pissed Look, when they finally watch the crappening. I, I will say this. Uh, I he His movies get better and better. Yeah. I, I think. Um, Chef was so good. Yeah, Chef like, was good. Wh when I saw Chef, it instantly went to the top of my list for for Leguizamo films. Uh, yeah. Like instantly, like right away, it was just it's like it's too new for me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go back and watch it again. It'll be I'll better. Have to watch it again. The second yeah. second time you watch food porn. If you're into food porn, if Love that's a thing. Porn. Love my food porn. Uh, then you'll enjoy Chef if sure. you haven't seen it. All right, so Leguizamo coming up soon. But we got to get to the news in the comedy universe as supplied by ourselves to thelaughbutton.com and uh, the headlines of the. Week. Week. Yeah, the headlines of the week. Like, like news intro music. Like, we, like you hear like 1010 wins. Why don't we do it'll make us 1010 legit. wins? Did you have to localize us Dude, literally to the. It'll make us legit. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, get us, I'll get us some news. To music. quote Omar from The Wire, if you're going to take a shot at the king, best Well, well don't, don't ruin it all. Come oh, on. Man. Ruin The Wire for you? All right. Uh, all right. The biggest, so, the biggest news story to me this week, yes. Jerry Seinfeld and, and political correctness. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, he's doing uh, the rounds promoting his new season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. 
Um, fantastic season, by the way, so far. It's only been like, what, one or two episodes, and Julie Louis-Dreyfus was the first she one. She was the first one. She was the first one. Still looks great. Oh, she's fantastic. Looks fantastic. She has, but she already had her last fuckable day, according to Amy Schumer. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, but but then there's the, uh, you know, except you make the exception. Oh, well, yeah, like, like Diane Lane. She's a gorgeous woman, you know. But anyway, uh, and she did that, van- that shoot for Vanity Fair where it's literally... Uh, Louise Dreyfus or Diane Julie Louis uh, Dreyfus. I'm sorry. Where she's naked in their comedy issue, and she's having sex with a clown. Yeah, yeah. gives birth to a baby clown. <laughs> like there's this a photo series of this, and she's naked in the whole thing. I'm like, oh, good mm. on you, Julie Louis Dreyfus, because you know it's a different play on uh, the Red Nose Day. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 exactly. And and by the way, Veep this good this week was so fucking good. Yeah, you haven't oh. stopped talking about it was this so episode good. It was of Veep a... in the office. Like you literally walk in and say, hey, Matt, how you doing? And then you just spit out quotes. It was so fucking good, dude. Like Veep is a great show. It's an amazing show. It was next level funny this week because it was and I'm ruining it for everyone by saying how good it is because everyone's going to be like oh well it's not as good as Matt made it and hyped it up to be but basically um, it's kind of I think it was the penultimate episode which is the episode before the last if you want to know a word meaning penultimate episode before the last episode do you know uh, where I learned that word meaning from no uh, MC Mr. Napkins. No, see, that was from me. No, see, you wrote it. Dude, he put out that album years ago, man. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Catch anyway, up, um, so it was a penultimate episode, and basically it's kind of the culmination of a lot of stuff that went down this week, this year. And basically everyone in the show is testifying before Congress, so it's all from the point of like a C-SPAN interview type That's of so, testifying before so Congress. so great. And like, the, like Congress is literally reading like a folder full of insults they have for other cast members and stuff. So it's like congressmen who are like these stoic people who are like reading the most ridiculous like insults. And Veep is really good at insulting people. That's kind of like one of, there was actually a a video floating around online a couple weeks ago about the best insults from Veep. Oh, that's great. Um, That'd be a good mashup to watch. So so basically imagine Congress reading like people calling each other like fuckhead, but (laughs) infinitely worse. Have have you ever watched C-SPAN by the way? Do you ever like actually sit down and watch a good 45 minutes of c-span can't say i have uh i definitely have uh you're talking to the same guy who chatted on the internet in high school so well i I watch like recaps of like it's hysterical white house correspondence i i can't believe the guys from riff tracks you know and and uh mystery science yeah mystery science theater 3000 haven't just sat down and done an hour of yeah just riff track c-span um Look, C-SPAN is near and dear to my heart because in sixth grade, one of my cousins, he, uh, he's an overachiever. He's hes a big dog. Uh, Alex, huge shout out. He was in the National <laughs> Spelling Bee. for localizing yeah, shit. I got mine to a region. No, no, no. to a person. National Spelling right. Bee. Oh, okay. And uh, he was so good, he'd make it to the finals, and we would watch him in C-SPAN. Like, uh, That's got to be weird. C-SPAN, like in school. It's hysterical. I mean, the dude's a legend, you know, back in my hometown. Anyway, huge shout out to Alex and C-SPAN. All right, uh, the show Veep, created by Ar- Armando Iannucci. Yes. This guy uh, made a movie called In the Loop, which I can't believe you haven't seen, Matt. you got to see this I, movie. It's so I, good. It was, it's on my Netflix queue. I've just never mm-hmm. gotten to it. Uh, I'm not going to tell you anything All about right, it, good. except for the cast is phenomenal. If you like Veep, By the you're going to love this. We started all about a Seinfeld story. This, oh, yeah, is, this is where we're at right now. <laughs> well, we got in the car, we had coffee, and then that's that. All right. So Seinfeld. Here's what's going on with Seinfeld. Basically, he's doing the rounds, doing his interviews. And he basically said he doesn't really do colleges anymore because there's the political culture at colleges isn't great. It's terrible, and they don't understand jokes, and they kind of use words and phrases um, that don't necessarily mean what they th- what 
this generation thinks they mean. Okay. And, and he uses an example on a radio, and this happened on a radio interview that he did with a guy named Cowherd. Cowherd or Cowhead? Cowhead, actually. Cowhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was Cowhead. I think it was actually oh, like Colin, Colin Cowherd. Ca- yeah, Colin Cowherd. Yeah, Colin Cowherd. Yeah, yes. True. So the interview happened with him, and basically. He used the example of like his wife said to his daughter, who's like 13, 14 years old, said, oh, you might want to go into the city soon. And, you know, so the boys can go hang out and see boys. And the daughter retorted to the wife, mom, that's sexist. And Jerry's whole thing is like, that's not the definition of sexist. Right. You're of a generation that likes to find problems. Uh, political correctness is kind of like what has ingrained this into you. And these aren't these words that you're saying aren't. They don't mean what you think they mean. So, and then you can extrapolate this further into like modern definitions of feminism and modern definitions of like. Okay, well, let's know, hope they don't fuck slut up shaming, all that kind of crazy stuff that's going on and uh, floating around the internet now. So, so Seinfeld is like, that's why I don't do college campuses. Basically, is because I'll go in there and I'll tell a joke and someone will find a reason to be offended by it. And you know, Chris Rock has said this similar. Larry the Cable Guy said something like this similar. So, it's not the first time, but what this does do is this spawns a thousand salon website type articles of the problem with I love that Jerry that's your Seinfeld. go-to, salon. Well, it's the first one that pops in my head because they <laughs> often do that, and I often... Yeah. But it's like there's going to be a thousand articles of like the problem with Jerry Seinfeld's you know, racist yeah, remarks. Or, yeah, reaction to like, whatever. It's like all this crap that just like... like yeah. It's clickbaity. There's, I can name some names, but I'm not going to name names of people who write this type of stuff. But it's just all an attempt to like be like infuriate certain people. So, well, well, Matt, let's hope the kids. But I don't disagree with Jerry. In well, this let's hope the kids too. don't like, mess up the N word. You know, <laughs> start getting that wrong because that'll be a so, problem. So basically, this kind of became a hubbub the last couple of days, and then fast forward to. Uh, the other night, well, he's on Late Night with Seth Meyers, and he's talking to the and, the, and Seth Meyers, the editor in chief of the New Yorker, who mm-hmm. caught a lot of shit over that Obama terrorist fist bump bullshit that went on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Seinfeld, and they're all talking about satire and just kind of like how it's gone away or it doesn't currently exist right now. So he, instead of like apologizing for what he said, which he didn't have to by no stretch of mind, it was the guy's feelings. So how do you apologize for your feelings? But like, and he didn't hurt anybody, um, but he doubled down. And it was like, yeah, I really do believe this. It wasn't like a backing up and 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 one. Good for him. Yeah, I th- I I agree. Good for him. Thing. Good old good on you, Jerry Seinfeld. Of you and know. I liked B movie. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I enjoyed that movie. What was wrong with it? Listen, all I'm gonna do. And, is- and why was the last episode of Seinfeld so bad? I thought it was fine. It was fun. <laughs> they brought everybody back. It's yeah. how you want to wrap up a show. What the hell is wrong with that? Why? Seriously, were you were you mad? For the last no, episode. no, but I do, I do believe once Larry David left the show, it kind of lost uh, sure. a little bit. But then again, any well, sitcom, he's the heart and soul of the thing. How many man? seasons did it go? Nine, yeah. ten, yeah. anything after season four? If it's still funny, good on you, because that's one of the main problems with sitcoms in general is the way the television uh, cycle works is. You never know when a show's going to end, so you're you're never writing progress in a story. Why not? Too, it, it happens millions of times. I mean, right. every television show out there kind of loses its steam at some point in the middle point, and then when an ending comes, it's like, oh, we can write towards an ending. Like, look at Lost. Uh, that's the first one that always pops into my head. Well, here's the thing with Lost. Lost got muddy in the middle. Yeah, you know why, right? There was a writer strike, dude. There was a writer. It messed strike. up the whole show. It but they up also a lot didn't know when the show was going to end, yeah. so they just kind of kept like hanging people along. Once they just said, we're going to give it thirty more. Episodes, Episodes or however many more episodes it gave it, they're like, all right, we have that much time to tell the story. To, to jam everything in there. Do you think they were literally like, 
Oh, that polar bear thing. Shit, that's going to come back to haunt me. I always <laughs> use a, I always use a great Breaking Bad analogy. And there was a writer strike for the first season of Breaking Bad. That's why yes. it was a short season. Yeah. But the, the lore of that show as it goes is Vince Gilligan, the, the creator of the show. Awesome, dude. was like, I have a story to tell. I think I can do it X amount of episodes or X amount of uh, seasons. So he knew there was going to be a start, middle, and end to that series. And so he wrote accordingly. And there's almost a... In my mind, there's not a wasted screen footage episode. Ricky Gervais works the same way, man. Kills yeah. and gets out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go in. Yeah, Stephen Merchant with extras and all that stuff, you know. All right. So uh, check out the article and everything we posted on the laughbutton.com. Yeah, I'm curious to hear people's yeah. thoughts about that. Let us know how you feel. You can email, email us, podcast. At the laughbutton.com, post on our Facebook page, interact on the socials. There's definitely some people that have some opinions. People, you know who was really polarized people last week, if we're going to get into it? Jen Kirkman. Definitely, uh, we love her. She's great. There were definitely some people on our Facebook page who just kind of disagreed with like our love of Jen Kirkman. Do you want to throw those people under the bus? Is you know, I don't know if I want to throw people under the bus, but I do think some people... I mean, they're entitled to their opinion. Not... No, 100%. The bus isn't moving. We're just putting them under there. That's all. <laughs> all right. We're just placing them right underneath <laughs> the what's going on. Uh, no, but they basically were saying things like, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily like Jen. Uh, I think she's too combative. You know, just general kind of like stuff that I'm sure she she's heard of before right um so right. i don't know i don't know how i feel with that i like jen i think jen's great i thought her podcast with her uh last week is it last week or two weeks ago at this point uh she was fucking great um but apparently she's abrasive to some people which is unfortunate who isn't That's all right saying. if you're not pissing someone off you're not doing something right. you're not doing it right yeah, all right okay. uh, this is one of my favorite news stories of the past week A comedian nick thune Comedian and actor. I should never say comedian. We all know Nick Thune's a comedian, but for those who don't, Honda me- car spokesperson. Yeah, the pitchman? fit, right? The fit. The Honda fit, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He got, he got like a Honda truck. That was a weird. He was on Joe DeRosa's podcast and talked about uh, how he got like a, a Honda truck out of doing that stuff, right. which I, I'm sure is pretty standard if you're a spokesperson. And it got he got into like a car accident like the day he got it, so like he didn't have it for like the first four weeks. Oh, so fixed. Uh, what a yeah, bummer. He, he, let's do his episode on Joe DeRosa's podcast. We'll fill you in on the whole story. All right, so comedian and actor Nick Thune, uh, he's been wanting to do this for a long time, and with a little help from uh, one of his friends, uh, Rich Eisen, yes. who's uh, you might know him and remember him from ESPN years ago moved on to the NFL Network now has his own podcast his own show he's blown up in his own right and uh, one thing I like about Rich is he plays around in the entertainment industry uh, a lot you know it's not just sports it's pretty he, common with that you got your Bill Simmons who does that stuff you too, have to so, now yeah. you have to now so uh, Nick Thune with the with the help of Rich Eisen and, and uh, fans and whoever else contributed got to throw out a first pitch at a Major League Baseball game. Now, Nick Thune, he's from Seattle, so he did this for the Seattle Manor, uh, Mariners game a couple days ago. Uh, but the best part about it is he immediately retires from Major League Baseball right after First the pitch. pitch. So, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. We've got the footage of Nick's pitch up on the laughbutton.com. And uh, hopefully... It's a pretty good one. He had some heat on it. Oh, he's an athlete. There's, there's, there's no of, doubt there's about it. There's footage of him, like, uh, trying it out, too. Yeah. He's working on, I think, a slider. I think is what he was working on. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't. Uh, he he wasn't standing in the front of the mound either. He no, went from he the rubber. The he, he went was, all the way up top. Up. And, and it was a decent Nick's pitch. Been, Nick's been trying to make this happen for easily a year. Yes. Like I remember the time when he when when the vinyl version of Folk Hero came out, which is probably the spring last year. I I don't know the exact date, but I know remember the same time. I remember him talking about this. So. Um, Good on you, Nick. <laughs> and uh, I, I will say this. Huge shout out to him as far as the Jay Buhner 
jersey is concerned. So, Matt, you won't know who Jay Buhner is. Jay Buhner played for the Seattle Mariners. He did, and he's a hero. Do you know his number? I'm going to guess 19. You guessed correctly. Yes. That's because you read the article. Uh, well done. That's what. See, that's what you can do on the laughbutton.com. Get your you information. You can go there, you can get information, and you can be informed on shit that you know nothing about. That's true. So the laughbutton.com. In check my out, case, uh, it's sports. Check out Nick Thune's first pitch. It's it's a doozy. And uh, like we said, we have some additional footage of him sort of warming up, practicing, and talking to Rich Eisen a bit about it. Very cool. Uh, now, what do you want to talk about next? Let's see what's going on. So, yeah. So, we've got Nick Thune. we got Jerry Seinfeld. Tom Shalou. They've finally de- de- determined a, a replacement for Red Eye. Yes. If they're Greg left. Greg Gutfield, uh, who had been hosting it from its inception, mm-hmm. uh, stepped down recently, and they've been doing a, a rotation... Sort of method or, you know, rotating cast of characters to see who they like. They went with Tom Shalou. I think he's an amazing choice because... So you like this call? Oh, I like this call. I love this call. I've known uh, Tom Shalou for a long time. He's one of the best storytellers I've ever heard in my life. Like this guy, he he was a part of the show called Moonwork that I mentioned before on the podcast. When I very first moved to New York City... A very long time ago, I would go to this thing called Moonwork, and it would be four comics and a musician, yeah. and Tom Shalhoub would always close out the show, and he would just tell these amazing stories that were so captivating, so funny, and he's just so good at it, and he's going to make a, a hell of a host, and I think he's perfect for, for Red Eye. Yeah. And uh, and he also, I don't know if you, may, maybe you remember this, Matt, he, d- he put out an album every month for an entire he year, did. 12 he, albums, he an 12 album. months. Yeah, and it, well, every, it wasn't, but every album was just like one bit you know I don't remember they weren't like full like hour long records right. they were like they were basically albums were tracks and then mm-hmm. they put them all together at the end and made it out but like every track was like you know a solid 10-15 minutes so it's awesome yeah, yeah it's yeah. a very cool so, project he did yeah. it completed it he did and, uh, I'm actually very surprised that he did that cause uh, well it takes dedication I can't do anything for that long straight up do you have a favorite Tom Shalhoub commercial because this guy's been in, I, it must be in upwards of 50 at this point. I'll, I'll check with him. I'll get the exact number. Get the exact, no, I can't say I do. You can't? I can't say I do. All right, I'm going to go either Black & Decker <laughs> or uh, Booking.com, which is one of his recent ones. Mm. Um, both phenomenal. It was well done, well I'll played by Tom I'll have to look Shalhoub. for those commercials. Here's the thing about Tom Shalhoub. He can, he can hide himself within a commercial to where you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize he was in 50 of them. Uh, but then he can also make himself noticeable by dressing up in a barbershop, uh, barbershop quartet outfit and backing up Jimmy Fallon and Justin yes, Timberlake. I have seen him do that. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. So uh, congratulations, Tom Shalhoub. Check him out and his comedy. He's phenomenal. He's, uh, he opens a lot for Jim Gaffigan on the road. He's been doing it for a long time. Uh, they're a great fit. And I think you can download two albums for free. On uh, Tom Shalhoub's website right now So if you go to TomShalhoub.com You can get yourself two free Tom Shalhoub albums From the Jim Gaffigan uh, tour So sweet, sweet, It's going to be good recent shit We also on the the next story on the laugh button We did a recap of the Limestone Festival Yes, huge props to Mike Collins Who covered the festival for us up there in Bloomington uh, Bloomington, Indiana Where the festival took place Hotbed of comedy Yes, and uh it, it was a great festival. A lot of big names there. Michael Che was there. Parnan and Cherla was there. Canane. Uh, Kyle Kanane was there. So many others. You can go to laughbutton.com. Check out the full breakdown. Mike did a full breakdown he day did. by day. He did. 
just as like a bonus piece. Yeah, he was like, like, oh, I got another one for you. I was like, what? And he goes, here's a total breakdown. I was like, this fucking, guy is a ninja. He's he fantastic. He fucking baller status. That's he did. what he did. Yeah. And he also broke some major news. Broke some exclusive news. Exclusive news. He got an exclusive one-on-one with Michael Che. It seemed like the interview, he talked to him maybe five minutes. Tops. Tops. Maybe. Tops. Tops. And he, and he broke the news. That's Mike, all he needed. It's all he needed, dude. It's all Mike Collins need. needed. Michael Che is going to release a new Netflix special in 2016. Yes. And uh, and they, what was the deal, Matt? Because you got a late night call from somebody. Yeah, I was got it a, your mom? Saying yeah, she was excited about my the news. Mom, my mom did call me. She's like, "Yo, so uh, Michael Che, that guy from Weekend Update. I like that guy." Uh, no, but like, yeah, it was awesome because, like, you know, uh, our, our contributor Mike just got it is Mike, right? Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. edit that part out because I don't look like a dick. Why? I don't know. No, I'm leaving All it right, in. I'll leave it in. I'm sorry. Know your contributors, man. You were talking with them, dude. I, I was. Mike, talking. I'm sorry. This I'm is a, my guy. This is my guy. This is your guy. Yep. Okay. Anyway, Mike, who's awesome, mm-hmm. I got to give him props for that, Mike. Uh, he talked to Che and he's like, Hey, Che, what's going on with your new specials? I mean, what's going on in your future? You're doing a special, doing anything? Who's putting out what's going on? And Che's like, I got a new hour I'm working on. And he's like, Oh, that's awesome. He's like, Who's putting out? He goes, Netflix. He goes, When? 2016. He goes, Awesome. Also, we, we know he's taping it in the fall. Yeah. And he's going to Edinburgh in August. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. He's going to Edinburgh in August. He's going to try to get everything done for his hour, work it all out fully, finally wrap it up and everything in Edinburgh, and then come like end of August, September, he's going to tape it because uh, Edinburgh is. Oh, he's only doing the first half of Edinburgh a couple of days. Well, ago. it's a long festival, so if, it is a long festival. You know, it's a very long festival. Half but of my, Edinburgh. But I'm, is I'm fucking a stoked because Che is. You know, he's one of the guys right now. Sure. You know, he got tapped. He's doing Weekend Update, and Weekend Update, he's gotten better and better at. And then now that he's putting out an hour and uh, that he's going to put it out on Netflix, it's going to be super awesome and uh, super psyched for that guy. It's going to be fucking killer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jay, and get Hour. your breakdown. Limestone Comedy Festival on the laugh button. All the news. Tons of stuff going on in Limestone. Many, many stories by our awesome contributor, Mike, whose name I forgot 10 seconds ago. It's unbelievable, dude. More festival news for you, buddy. Yes. This is... this. I'm psyched about this. I one. hate to say, like, I, it's hard to say. You know what my favorite festival is, but yeah. this is this is this this screams. Mark Look, Seaton. I love Tenacious D. I, I love. They're just one of my all-time D- favorite things that I ever love, existed. When I did radio promo, I worked Tenacious D's first record. Sure, great yes. rec, great, love, great album. Dave Grohl drummed Dave all Grohl over that. Paige McConnell it. from Fish yep. involved in that record. Absolutely. Obviously, the guys from Tenacious D and so many other guest stars uh, love that album, and uh, they started a festival. Festival Supreme. Festival I want to say this is the fourth year, third or fourth year. Find out on the website, thelaughbutton.com. We'll tell you about oh, it. Oh, I'll have to go to that site. What's it called again? Thelaughbutton.com. Oh, Check it out. You'll I've find never, out what year of the festival huh, it is. I'm not exactly. I've never heard of this website. Well, have you gone to it? Have you yeah. found out what year it is? <laughs> Don't fuck with me. <laughs> what's uh, what's our contributor's name again from Linestone? His name is Mark. 
You, you really can't. Re- oh my god, you really can't remember. No, it's Mike. I was Mike trying what? to make a Mark Mike Seaman what? joke. I was trying to make a Mark <laughs> Seaman joke. You're such an asshole. All right, Festival Supreme. <laughs> it's happening. Mike Collins, shout out again. Yeah. No. Okay. Festival Supreme is happening. The D's doing it, and it's launching. It's going to be on Saturday, October tenth, uh, mm-hmm. and it's actually going to be out in Los Angeles, and it's got everyone, dude. It, everyone, look. Yeah. If I could make a festival, it would be this festival. Kids, in the it's hall. already been made, so it works done. Tim Minchin, yep. Jenny Slate, mm-hmm. Andrew WK, Adam Devon. Dan Harmon, Mystery Science Theater 3000, awesome. Rocket from the Crypt, Good Neighbor, Puddles Pity Party, which by the way, a very creepy, crazy, funny clown. Mm-hmm. Got it. it's it's crazy. Aubrey Plaza, Nick Thune, who we just talked about, Nathan Fielder from Nathan for You, mm-hmm. uh, Dude, Super Dave, Shaw. Uh, dude, Super Dave Osborne, All right? Richard yeah. Cheese in the Lounge Against the Machine. I know, I love know. that dude. Morgan Murphy, Lampshades, Cape mm-hmm. Berlant. The D are perf- oh Amy Poehler. How the fuck did we forget Amy Poehler from this lineup? Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, Diane Word is also on it from the recently off the fresh f- fiasco slash debacle known as Chappie. Diane Word were in that movie. Wait, did you watch that? No, I heard it was terrible. I I've been dying to watch that because I, I heard, love Neil I Blumkamp. But here's I do too. I thought this, you know was that movie District Thirty One District Nine District Ninety did was great was, was and Elysium, great Elysium was great too. But this one apparently Diane Word are the main characters in the movie, and we don't know this until we see the movie. Ah, apparently okay. they're in it, and apparently like, ooh, it was rough. Apparently, okay. All so right. anyway, but Diane Word, they're great musicians, but they're not great actors apparently. So uh, the D is also going to perform, but. The D is performing a jazz version of the D. It's amazing. Which I think it's fucking hilarious. It's amazing. The D, I, I can only imagine Jack and, we and are Cage. The D, we are the D. Yeah. We are the D. We are the D. Uh, I have a pick of Destiny, just so you know. An actual I, pick I do of too. I have the the double. I have the. Uh, do you get the deluxe box set? Got that. Got the complete Destiny. masterworks. Yes. Volume one and two. Come on, dude. Come on. I have an autographed, double-sided Tenacious D, the pick of Destiny movie poster, full size. I don't know if mine's double sided. How deep you want to go, man? That's just the tip of my I iceberg. I don't, I don't know if I mine's I have the pick of destiny. I do too. The I book. Mean, uh, I had the book. You had the book? I had the book. All right, I'm, pr- I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Again, I did promotion for these guys, so I yeah, got that's all these true. promo items. Okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this is <ain't> my <laughs> anyway. first rodeo. Uh, love those guys. You know what? I'm love gonna, the D. I'll dig up my uh, my interview I did a long time ago with the D, and uh, I'll put it up on marksishigh.com. I should, should I should repost that. I did like a really cool breakdown hang with them about their careers and stuff. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the pick of dist. I love how they're very like honest about how terrible. The the well the movie did the movie's a great movie mm-hmm. but it's a college stoner I'll watch it right now cult film I'll watch it right now and I think when they rolled out Dude, the Ben Destiny, Stiller Ben Stiller so wanted, funny they, they wanted to be like you know make thirty five million its first weekend kind of comedy right it's just not it's not that kind of movie and the and the second album was basically the soundtrack to that movie yes so. I think it was uh, it was great, and I'll watch it till I'm blue in the face. And you know, I've watched it many times since then. I think it still is like you know, it holds up for that tenacious D crap. How many like, cock push-ups can you do? I can't do any. I got I got weak cock game when it comes to cock push-ups. <laughs> um, I can do this all day. Um, but uh, but but they. I love what what I love about it is when they released Rise of the Phoenix, the album after Pick of Destiny. They kind of like acknowledge best album cover of all time. Yeah, when the Pick of Destiny was released, it was <laughs> bomb. Like it that's was a great. A bomb. The first line of the first single. They're like, yeah, dude, this record, this last, this last movie didn't do great. It's un- and 
I think there was high expectations for the movie, and I don't know if it if it, the intent was for it to be one of those types of films, or if it just kind of like all of a sudden like you're like you have this like summer blockbuster that you're trying to temple and it just didn't work. But uh, I I stand by that movie. That movie's like PCU where it's like stoner college kids are going to watch it. So awesome. So Animal gr- House, like those types of movies that like don't necessarily do great in the theaters, but they kind of have a cult following. And I think that's one of them. So many great cameos. Paul F. Tompkins is the open mic host. He Dave is, Grohl is the devil. This next band asked me to read this. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Grohl's it. Yeah, oh, it's great. So it's funny, great. man. Yeah, Love that movie. So Love the it. D Festival Supreme, the D's not hurting. Clearly, the D's the great, the greatest. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Josh Freese is still drumming for their their band as well. Uh, Jack Black is also, uh, if we're talking about Jack Black, in a brand new political comedy coming to HBO called The Brink, the Brink. with Tim Robbins. I've been watching a lot of previews. For yeah, there's a lot of previews happening now. That's coming out very soon. You can get your information on that on the laughbutton.com. We posted the trailer, etc., etc. Das Brink. All right, Matt. Uh, just uh, just happened today. Uh, yeah. Episodes starring Matt LeBlanc renewed for a fifth season. That's crazy. Now, be honest. Have you ever seen it before? I've seen like one episode of episodes. I am get in, it. I'm, get it. I'm in the same boat. But yeah. here's the thing about that show. I feel like when I finally sit down and watch that thing, I'm gonna regret that I didn't watch it from the beginning. Yeah, I I feel the same about like that. What's that other show on Showtime? Like Shameless. Shameless is awesome. I I, I watch that. I just you know what it is. Every episode. So I don't have I don't have Showtime. So that's why they don't get watched. Got to upgrade, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, other festival news. You know, Patrick Stewart's gonna do, and jo- Dr. Katz are going to be up at Just for Laughs, Montreal. So yes, about just that. announced uh, today as well. Literally just announced today. Aziz Ansari's going on the road. He's got a new book coming out next mm-hmm. week. He's he announced a bunch of tour dates. For mostly July, he's got one date in June. Then mostly July, he's doing it for his new book, Modern Romance. That's happening. Dennis Leary, more development on the Dennis Leary front. Dennis Leary's having a great television life right now. IFC and Benders. He's on fire, man. Andrew Schultz and Krista Stefano have joined that hockey comedy that's due out in the fall on I'm IFC. So frustrating. I, I just want to be a guy who gets checked in the in the show. Like I don't want any. FaceTime, right? I just want to be a guy who's like, kind of like, uh, just you gets wanna, hit with a puck like or something. Make that they can make that a thing, kind of like uh, being a zombie on The Walking Dead, and right? Killed or so, one of the wildlings from like Game of Thrones. I got to talk to Nick Thune's publicist. You know, if he can get a first pitch, like I'm not even looking for a first pitch here. I'm I'm looking to just get checked. You know, I think we. And, I don't think we need to go through Nick Thune. I think we can go through. Like we know people. Well, let's make this happen, All man. Right. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah. I'll wear a Hart for Whalers jersey. I'll go old school. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, um, on the other Dennis Leary front, like his his show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Rolls, ramping up. Dude, um, new video you know, just came new video out. Video is kind of crazy. How many times have you watched it? Be I honest. Know, Liz Gillies is a very attractive woman. Be honest. And she's in the main. She's featured in the video. So yeah, I've watched it a few times. But you could also see in the video Bobby <laughs> Kelly, our buddy Bobby Kelly. Wait, in the when video you said too. few times, you held up four hundred and sixty-five fingers. I did. I didn't even know you I, had I, them. I, I, you know, sometimes <laughs> you have to do that. Um, but but you could also see Bobby Kelly in the video too. Yes, yeah, he's playing so drums. He's playing drums in the in the the fictional band the Heathens. Mm-hmm. But I also learned that Bonnaroo is this weekend, and the Heathens and Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll are going to be down there. <sighs> I wish I was down there. Doing activations at Bonnaroo this weekend, too. Pretty cool. So Bobby will be down at Bonnaroo. Also down at Bonnaroo, ton of comedians. Natasha Leggero, Reggie Watts, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Thune. Soder, Mark, New- Mark Norman, Nick Thune, Big J. Okerson, um, Ian Edwards, Cameron Esposito, Ralphie May. I'm going to see if you can get them all. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Jeff Ross. You're doing well. Uh, I am doing, doing well. well. Natasha Leggero is going to be down there as well. I think you said her already. Oh, damn. Fine. Anyway, 
Huge, huge comedy tent going on at Bonnaroo. And also something that's very cool, which just happened as well, Comedy Central, who I would say five, six of those names I just rambled off, mm-hmm. have releases on Comedy Central Records. Comedy Central put together a Spotify playlist where you can actually get there and check out stuff from all these comedians. So that's like super cool as well. So, a lot, a lot of great comedy. It's festival season, music festival. Summertime, having, man. It's summertime, it's festival season. Love it. A lot of, uh, lot of music festivals are having comedians on, uh, which is fucking great. I mean, we're doing Warp Tour. We're going to be in Los Angeles next week, kicking off Warp Tour. For we're super, fu- I unbelievably psyched about that. Yeah, Warp Tour is going to be, gonna be so. a good time. First time they're ever having a comedy tent out there yeah. in the Warp Tour, and we're going to be talking with all the comedians. They're going to be uh, giving us content for and the we're website. Talk to some bands be, too. It's going to be awesome. Tour. It's going to be it's going to be freaking great. So festival season is in full swing. Super psyched about that, uh, and can't can't wait for Warp Tour. Got to. Uh, I want to plug real quick uh, the podcast I was on with Mike Kaplan. Oh, I went and did Mike yeah. uh, Mike Kaplan's podcast, and I want to thank him again for having me on. Uh, that just went up, went live, so you could check that out. The latest episode of. You want to uh, hear Mark's voice on a podcast? Hang out with it's me. Not ours. Yeah, you can do that. It's available now. That's how uh, hang works. out with me, Mike Kaplan. Uh, cool. uh, let's let's wrap up by doing this, Matt. Yeah. Or not wrap up, but head head to John Leguizamo by doing this. Um, we're halfway through the calendar year, right? Yes. What's been your favorite comedy album so far released? Ooh. Put you on the spot. Bobby Kelly's Live at the Village Underground was strong, dude. It was really, really, really strong. Um, I'm, I'm trying to... Kinane. Kyle Kinane. He's a perennial favorite. Uh, Louis C.K. released one, but I don't know if it was my best... It's not his strongest. It's not top of the year. It's not the best It's not of the his year. strongest. It'll probably go down on a lot of top 10 lists. Right. I love Louis. I just think uh, I saw this. I saw it again when it re-aired on FX a couple weeks back, and it's good. Don't get me wrong; it's a Louis C.K. But uh, it's I there's I think there's some better ones. I'm gonna I think, throw a wild card in there. Dave Stone, Hogwash, great. I don't know why that album really hit home with me. I used to live down in Atlanta, Georgia. He's he's yeah. from down there, so it, it just really struck a chord with me. Uh, I think so so I'm f- digging that one the most. So I think far. so far this year, I want to say Bobby Kelly, Kyle Kinane, and Nate Borgazzi. I think his special that came out was great. Too. Nate's was awesome. Too. Nate's was fucking <sighs> awesome. So I think those are my top three right now. All right. Uh, yeah, I think those are it. All right, I think it's time for John Leguizamo joining us right now on the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riot Cast Live from BookCon. Yeah, live from BookCon. Great yeah. show we had there. Yep. Are you ready to do this? Oh, damn. I'm being double teamed. <laughs> yes. I was like, this guy got on the mic. I was in okay. This guy's like, yeah, he's just a fee. He won a contest. I don't even know what he's doing here. But we're I letting did. him oh, run around. I those like, raffles and stuff yeah. like that. Now That's exactly <laughs> what happened. I don't know why I'm here, but I, I entered my name on a, an email. And, and, and you won. And I won. You won. So it's like kismet. Then all of a sudden, you guys become really cool together. Yeah, get, exactly. Start having your own comedy special. Yeah. We have a rapport. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do have a rapport. So, Matt, we're joined right now by the one and only John Leguizamo. The man, the myth, the legend. Uh, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> plenty of voices, been in plenty of films, and he's taken plenty of involuntary breaths in his lifetime. <laughs> he's done it all. You've yeah, done yeah, it yeah, all, yeah, John yeah, Leguizamo. Yeah. There's been a lot of involuntary, a <laughs> lot of different involuntary things. Congrats on everything, man. Just to <laughs> start you. things off, seriously, congrats on everything. And my wife says hi, by the way. She's a huge fan, so uh, she was she on the, uh, She'll be around. She'll right be around. On your headphones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's in the... Uh, <laughs> Always next question is. Next question is. Uh, so how have you been, man? What's going I've been good, on? I've been good. A lot, a lot going on. A lot, lot to the economy improved. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody's working a lot more. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, I appreciated hearing your voice uh, from Summer Stage last year, man. Oh, that was fun. How was man. that? How was doing Summer that Stage? Was, you know, it was really incredible, man. Doing it free, out there. There was four thousand people, and. Uh, 
it was just beautiful, man. People there, they really wanted to be there. They took the time to wait for hours right. to be there. And it was just, you know, the heat and doing it outdoors, people laughing and smoking weed and getting nice and sweaty. Yeah, and it's yeah. you could smell the weed come right on stage. Oh, and yeah. Me and I'm like, whoa. So you remembered great. about half your set, is what you're saying. You I kept it short. I don't know if I, 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 I didn't do a whole long set. I didn't, they didn't have the, the attention span for it. So what, you know, of everything. What if that, I do this? Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you just broke everything on the yeah. Zoom. I don't know what you did. It doesn't matter. It's a portable studio. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty wild how the times have changed, huh? So I like know, man. The way people can make movies before. with your phone. I can record our interview Anywhere. here. Things the size of a pocket it's watch. Ridiculous. It's nuts. Do you, do you think new technologies is helping or hurting more? What do you think? I think both. Yeah? I think it's in, the digital age is incredible in terms of democratizing things, you know, and letting people who never had a voice being mm -hmm. able to have a voice. Right. And at sure. the same time, it's make, giving us all like ADHD because it's so hard to focus on anything, man. It's yeah. just, and then people, and then my kids, I see them growing up just like when I was a kid. You had I had to watch the news because sometimes there was nothing yeah, on TV yeah, exactly. but the goddamn news. <laughs> exactly. And then I had to watch like you know, uh, Humphrey Bogart movies right. or yeah. Treasure Sierra Madre or whatever because there was nothing else yeah, on. Yeah, That's yeah. it. You had two options. Right. Yep. So you, you all of a sudden my world was open to all these different things that my kids only watch a special interest, right. only what they like. Yeah. There's nothing now. black and white happening for them. There's nothing. There's no news happening. It's all in HD. It's all it's all cartoons for my son, 24/7. Did you try to uh, Did you try to hold him back from all that stuff for a while? Because like I, I saw maybe a two year old at the airport the other day with an iPad just blowing through apps like crushing it. My wife it. and I said we're not so, going to let our kids right. be part of technology. Cut to year two. <laughs> Get me the goddamn iPad. Where is it? This kid won't shut up. That's what happens. We need a TV yeah. on every floor. <laughs> on with ceilings, walls, <laughs> floors. I want. I want an iPad. I want an iTouch. I want. I want all kinds all of technology yeah. that shut these kids up. Help me, somebody. They they understand what you do. Kids, like, how long did it take before Damn, they realized? Where did that come from? That was that, that was a crazy he, segue. He does, he does a lot. He does a lot. And he gave you like a vampire for, look. He was for like, the record, like, hey, let's, let's, let's get they, serious for a second. Your legs, man. What's <laughs> yeah. your kids? They know what you do. <laughs> yeah, they know what I do. Yeah. They don't really care. I mean, they're yeah. that teenage. You're just dad. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but I'm not. They're teenage years, so I'm not even cool dad anymore. I used oh, to be okay. really cool. Yeah. But not anymore. Not yeah, anymore. I even I try to watch the the trailer. I got two trailers coming out right now. Let's watch them now. <laughs> but dude, let me let me let me let me look for it on YouTube and show it to you. Here's American Ultra with Jesse. Eisenberg. How about Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll look at it. Because <laughs> he's in it, not because you did. Yeah, no, no. If I was in it, then they would not watch it at all. <laughs> where Where does your brain automatically go to? Uh, project based. Do you Do you go to stand up first? Do you go to um, you know, movies first? So, like, where does your brain automatically go when you look at a project or think of one? Oh wow. <laughs> it got deep. Yeah, yeah. He no. took another turn on us. I think I think I, I got my brain very compartmentalized. So I think I have a lot of different spaces that I'm working at the same time. I don't know, maybe because I have ADHD. So part of my brain is always working on a one-man show. Mm -hmm. Another part of me is working definitely always working on a, on a movie or or a play or something. Sure. Okay. Um, Why, how does your brain work? Uh, I, it doesn't. That's the Why problem. I, I, I have bad segues. Food. <laughs> Wake so, up in the morning. So survival. Eat. Survival. <laughs> okay. Food. And then, like, what's the temperature like outside? That's, that's all. It's I like know. an old lady. Yeah, I know. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> he, 35 he does have a lot of What is the temperature outside? We're going to eat hot is it? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the way I operate. Global warming. Get used to it. It's always going to be hot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely <laughs> always going to be hot. Climate change. Yes, now, right? climate change. Um, is there anything off limits for you, comedy-wise? 
not comedy wise. I mean, per- personally wise, yeah, but not comedy wise. Why do you? Why do you? Why are the two different? Well, because I, I, I like to. I like to. I tried to be a private person. Mm-hmm. I, 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 lo- I like my privacy, but you know, def- I definitely kind of. Uh, uh, <laughs> fuck that up by by doing my one man shows. <laughs> so, but 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 it's controlled. I have control over what I'm revealing, and I like that. Right. I mean, obviously, the the piece wants to be what it wants to be, and it's the master. So sometimes I have to reveal a lot more stuff than I ever wanted to. Does it take a while for you to finally get to the point where you can talk about something that you are going to reveal? Like you mean uh, in a one man show? Yeah. Like oh yeah, a- definitely. Like Ghetto Clown, it was really hard to talk about. Great show, by the way. Just oh, for the thank record. you, brother. Talking about good. the nervous breakdown was kind of was 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 very hard and embarrassing for me to talk about it. But I, you know, I, I as I kept doing it and doing it more, I got more courage to talk about it, and I got the confidence, and I felt like you know it was important to. So many comedians suffer from that stuff, you know, like Dave Chappelle, Martin mm-hmm. Lawrence, Cat Williams. You just you get you put so much pressure on yourself man and 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 all of a sudden you self-implode you know you just because you can't live up to this ridiculous expectation that you set yourself up for and then you come crashing you know like like icarus you know i uh for those who don't know that uh (laughs) mythological footnote (laughs) icarus was a a, a, a child it's not just a comedy podcast it's an educational podcast too. you learn something when you You gotta elevate at some point well uh i you know one thing i do have to do on a personal is i have to thank you because i i married into a puerto rican family oh get out yeah it's awesome man (laughs) look at you yeah and and so uh you're you're the common anchor right so so if it's like i gotta take the family out to go see a movie they're like is leguizamo in it i'm like yeah yeah yeah, I like to I like to be there for that. Yeah, so so I took them all to go see Chef when it came out, yeah. and you know, and they're like, "Oh, it's gonna be great, man!" It's gonna be great. I'm like, "Oh, you guys weren't excited about the other movie I tried to go see." <laughs> but Chef you know, is a great movie. It was yeah. a great movie, man. It was it, it was, was incredible. A lot of fun, that soundtrack so. was sick. Oh my god, and that food good. cooking, oh, that food porn. Wait, what's what's the guitar player's name that was in that was featured in it? Uh, oh god, what's his player. name? I'm, I'm blanking on his name. No, no, you're confusing it with tall some black other movie. guy. He played on top. No, no, he was in the movie. Oh my god, I'm gonna murder he was myself. In, oh yes. Uh, Gary Clark Jr. That's it. Gary Clark Jr. Clark Jr. Boston, player. Yeah. Dude, he's, he's a badass, fucking man. guitar yeah, yeah, yeah. player. He's, he's a blues man. He's yeah. not just a guitar player. Yeah, he's a, he's pretty sick, man. Oh, did, did you get to hang out with him? He's from Austin, did, man. too. What a nice the, dude. He's yeah. a monster player, yeah, yeah. man. What a beast. He is. What a, I mean, because it's, 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 it's sort of like a... A, a weird mutation of blues, funk, R&B. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. Rock and roll, Jimi Hendrix in there a little bit. Bright Lights, Big City. Great song by that guy. It is. Great song. So uh, what's coming up for you, John? What are you working on uh, post what we're doing here, which is BookCon? Uh, thank book, you very much for being a part of it. comes out October 13th. That's exciting. For Latin History Month, which is not really a month, but like uh, a section, uh, half a half of September, half of October, we don't even get a real full month. Latin History Weekend, <laughs> Latin, yeah, Latin History. As, as the minorities uh, get smaller, the month gets shorter, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like we'll give you a day. Um, and and then uh, I, I got a couple movies coming out. Um, uh, American Ultra with Jesse Eisenberg, who's hilarious in it. Apparently and the trailer's available. On yeah, yeah, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your kids don't watch. You'll it. like it. My kids may not like it, but you... and uh, underdogs. My son said, "Eh, it's okay." He said it's derivative, whatever. But I think it's great. Oh. <laughs> You're a Rotten Tomatoes critic, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. So, uh, what do you? What? How's life off campus for you, man? How's everything else going? Like, what else are you into besides? You know, you're obviously very I'm busy. My Knicks. Acting. I like my Knicks. You know, uh, not doing boxing. so well, man. 
Do you how how do you feel about pick number four? You think uh, know, anything special is going to happen? We can't even lose right. That's how <laughs> Isn't that sad. <laughs> if we would have lost right, we would have had first pick, but we don't even have first well, pick. They had to win one extra game at the end of the season to they close it out. They had to show and up to who them. at what point? Nobody's yeah. been watching you at that point. Why win? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But right, this so, is. But I'm I, I, I'm so into the. NBA Finals, man. That's going to be amazing. The Warriors versus Cavs. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, it's gonna be a monster exciting, series, man. man. Monster series. Curry versus LeBron's obviously LeBron. going to guard Curry, right? Try to shut Beautiful. that down. Who do you think is going to win? Let's get the Leguizamo now, pick. You know, I, I think LeBron... I think LeBron, man. I think LeBron is, is the, new, the new Michael Jordan. I mean, he, he's one of the greats of this decade, man. He just is that brilliant. He, uh, he, he's going to shut him down. I mean, Curry's going to give us a great battle, but I think it may it might go to what? Game seven. Game seven. Cavs take it. Cavs take. Oh my it. God, I love you right now. I'm from Cleveland. Are you from Cleveland? <laughs> my my cousin was on LeBron's high school team. How how great was it? Cause I, I I hated LeBron <laughs> when he tricked us and he said he was coming to New York, looking at Browns, and then he goes to Miami. So I hated him for a All while. All those pictures in the paper with him with a Knicks jersey oh on. Oh my right? God, it was such a Just tease. A kill, it was yeah. like a, like a hot girl that teases you and then, <laughs> and then blue balls you. Second, <laughs> he blue balled us in New York. <laughs> I love it. Well, you have to get out of here, John. Yeah, we yeah, thank yeah. you so we much for the time. Pleasure. Uh, thanks for for hanging out on the podcast. Thanks for doing the live show, man. We. Really yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we're psyched about this. So. And uh, we're all going to check out the, we're going to get the YouTube numbers up on that trailer for you. <laughs> and then we're going to pretend, we'll pretend to comment as your kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you back. I appreciate that. Right, I appreciate yeah? that. All right, good to see you, John. <laughs> His name is Lucas, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was John Leguizamo. Thanks to him for joining us right here on the Lap Button Podcast. He, he periscoped that too. He did. He came right in already periscoping. We were, yeah, we were talking to some other comedians and he walked in with periscope and we're like, hey, we're on John Leguizamo's periscope. And, and that thing was blowing up. There's a. Like, like yeah, those hearts or whatever. Comments. They were just. You know, I want to do something there. It's like an episode week. of The Adventures of Link with all the I want to get on Periscope and yeah. have you and I do like an AMA and just have anyone ask us anything. Okay. And just be like. You know, it's just going to be like our parents. That's fine. But I want someone to like, be like, look at you and be like, you're wearing a Cavaliers jersey right now. So I want someone to look at you and be like, why are you wearing a Cavaliers jersey? Just well, because they're in the NBA finals. That's why. I, if someone asks me that question, I won't answer it. I'm going to go on Periscope <laughs> and I'm going to say, I know everything. Ask me anything. And I'm just going to answer everyone's dumb questions for five, ten minutes. Uh, Matt Kleinschmidt. Um, no, we'll do it. Why? Why is nobody? Everybody wants privacy, yet we're so willing to just turn on Periscope and let our. Because I'm not videotaping uh, me getting changed. I'm videotaping myself <laughs> sitting at a desk ans- answering questions. <laughs> fool. That's why. Oh man. All right, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. It's a tasty gem to leave that visual in your head. <laughs> already deleted it. All right, for Matt Kleinschmidt. I am Klein Schmidt. If you want to follow him on the socials, I'm at Mark Says Hi. Make sure you follow us at The Laugh Button. Go to thelaughbutton.com. Download this podcast. Tell your friends about it. Subscribe, rate, and review it. And uh, and we'll see you next time. Till next time.